I'm Scarlett. And I'm Anya. Come inside the Flaming Yoni. And explore the depths, folds, and crevices of the Yoniverse. Happy New Year. Happy New Year from the Yoniverse. (laughs) It is New Year's Eve 2022. We made it. (laughs) Oh my God. Sometimes by the skin of our teeth, but we made it. We're here. (laughs) We have arrived. And so glad you're joining us again in the Yoniverse, loves. Absolutely. It's it's so wonderful to spend the last day of 2022 with you, Scarlett, and with the rest of our audience, even though this will come out after that. The energy of today is with us, and we are just so happy to be here with all of you. And we're also thrilled to be coming to you today with a topic that both Scarlett and I are so passionate about. And you're, you're absolutely right. We're passionate about this topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you couldn't tell from the name of our show, The Flaming Yoni, we are quite passionate about women's relationship to relationship with understanding of our own sexuality and a huge part of our sexuality as Yoni bearers is our relationship to none other than our pussy. That's right, everyone. We are going to be talking about our pussies this entire episode. <laughs> you are forewarned. <laughs> you are forewarned. But you know what? Our, our, our pussies are a beautiful place to be. And we're going to talk about how we, we got to, to that connection and that reclamation of our pussies. And you have shared a bit um, in Sexual Alchemy about your pussy reclamation. I have not talked as much about mine, Mm. but I think that something we can both acknowledge and agree on is that our experience and the experience of many women that we know and I know is that we we do start at a place of disconnect so often Mm. in life Mm. with our vulvas, with our pussies. Um, We don't have that same connection that men typically have with their you know the the pleasure the pleasure bearing properties of our genitals it's just not as present and because of that there is a disconnect um and i i'd like to ask you how you experience that disconnect at different points and uh Mm. before we kind of get into how we reconnected yeah i mean i don't of course i was aware that i had a vagina, a pussy as a child. I knew that it was there, but what I knew about it is that it needed to stay covered up mm-hmm. and it was not something for, you know, to, to have out and about. And at some point, you know, you have to cover that up and whatever you do behind closed doors in your room, let's not talk about it. Right. <laughs> and I think that I, I don't know that I had any concept of pleasure associated with my pussy until I remember discovering it. And when I talked about it, I think on sexual alchemy, I discovered my pussy probably around age 10 or 11. I'm not quite sure what, but I know I was homesick from school one day and I was discovering myself and it blew my mind. And that was the first time that I really understood the power of it. I I definitely knew when I was younger than that, watching excerpts or clips from movies that I probably wasn't supposed to be watching, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, that I would 
I would recognize that there was like a feeling happening between my legs and I knew it was in there, but I didn't know what that was about. And it was strange and confusing to me, but I enjoyed it for sure. It was definitely a feeling of pleasure. And I agree with you. We are taught from a very young age that female sex organs are for reproduction. They are not ever talked about being about for pleasure in sex ed or in human anatomy or in anything that we are doing in our schooling. And I know that even my mom was quite open with me, I think, probably more so than a lot of what my friends experienced growing up. And even those conversations weren't centered around pleasure so much. They were centered around the emotional aspect of relationships and of not getting in too deep in relationships where you didn't know if you felt safe, which I'm grateful for those conversations. But I don't think pleasure was ever emphasized to me until my 40s. And I'm not kidding. Mm. I'm really not kidding. And that makes me so sad because I think there's so much there for us. And it's not just about getting your rocks off and it is about connecting in with yourself. It's about getting to know aspects of your sensuality, your sexuality, your sex as a compass, a guidepost for what your turn-ons are and aren't. I've often talked about in various settings, my pussy being my North Star, being something that I know is telling me what is a yes and a no for me, not just sexually. I'm, and I, I mean that. I can tell in my root chakra when something is a no versus a yes in business, in personal relationships, in romantic relationships, in sexual connotations. It doesn't matter. I know. It's simple as like, do you want to go to a movie? I'm like, I know in my root chakra whether it's a yes or a no. And so for me, it is absolutely not the place from which I make decisions from like an eros or sexual way all the time. That's not what I'm talking about. It helps me to know what is and what isn't. And I get this activation in my root chakra, in my kundalini, in my pussy when I know that something is a yes. And that that is such a new thing for me and it's it's exciting and it's fun and I love engaging with myself that way but it is woefully under discussed and underexplored in our yes. world right and i mean everything that you have just said about the development of your relationship to your pussy as your north star that disconnect then is so much more meaningful than you know, it, it, I mean, not having orgasms that enrich your life and provide you stress relief and do all of these things, that in and of itself is is a, a painful separation. But also in realizing just how deep and really a, a helpful tool to live our lives, this connection with our pussy is, that disconnect can be really, really harmful. And it was for me for a very long time. I uh, definitely discovered my pussy around the same age, maybe about seven or eight. And I remember um, 
for the first time, like realizing when I touch myself that it feels good. And then it was probably when I was a little older that I like discovered that when I would like, I was in the bath and I would run the bath water over my vulva. And I was like, this feels incredible. It feels, it felt for me. And I think it feels for a lot of women like a discovery, like, Oh, Mm -hmm. no one, prepared me adequately a lot of our mothers prepare us to menstruate mm-hmm. they'll say you know they will if we are un, if nobody informs us that we have this biological function we're not gonna know and my mm-hmm. grandmother actually her my she she tells me the story of like her mother depending on her sisters to inform her about menstruation and then she didn't they just didn't and my grandmother thought she was gonna die she was like, something is horribly wrong. That is how disconnected we can be from our pussies. And mm. it, uh, all of this, like for me, it, and what you just said about sex education it, it, and how it was received by me as just being completely like making my own anatomy and my own body seem completely foreign to me. Because it's presented always in the context of these are your fallopian tubes and this is where the egg implants and this is where, and it's like always about procreation, never about pleasure. And so I too was well into my adulthood before I started seeking out the experience and information to have a working knowledge of my pussy on on a physical level and all mm-hmm. of the emotional and spiritual had to come after that um mm-hmm. and there was something for me that was instrumental uh an experience that i had that was instrumental in my reconnection with my pussy and i know we're both actually going to read from some texts that are really meaningful to us and and really helped us along in this journey um when i was uh 18 i went Uh, to a university and I had the opportunity to enroll in a feminist a a feminist theater class which was super fucking cool I mean it was an amazing amazing class and one of the pieces which is probably the archetype uh paramount piece of feminist uh playwriting is the vagina monologues by Eve Ensler um Eve Ensler was a part of second wave feminism and this was a play that premiered on broadway or i think it premiered off broadway but in 1996 and mm. it uses some outdated language we we mainly refer to vaginas as vulvas now the vagina is the internal organ and the vulva is what is presented externally mm-hmm. uh, so it does have some dated language but i was reading this play And we were doing a table read of it. And I got to this section that just struck me. And I'm actually going to read from it now. So it's a monologue from a woman who is describing a workshop that she attended in which she was asked to look at her vagina with a hand mirror. So I'm I'm just going to read from the text here. In the workshop, we were asked to look at our vaginas with hand mirrors. Then after careful examination, we were to verbally report to the group what we saw. I must tell you that up until this point, everything I knew about my vagina was based on hearsay or invention. I had never really seen the thing. It had never occurred to me to look at it. 
My vagina existed for me on some abstract plane. It seemed so reductive and awkward looking at it as if we looking at it like we were in the workshop on our shiny blue mats with our hand mirrors. It reminded me of how early astronomers must have felt with their primitive telescopes. I found it quite unsettling at first, my vagina. Like the first time you see a fish cut open and you discover this other bloody complex world inside right under the skin. It was so raw, so red, so fresh. And the thing that surprised me the most was all the layers. Layers inside layers, opening into more layers. My vagina amazed me. I couldn't speak when it came to my turn in the workshop. I was speechless. I had awakened to what the woman who ran the workshop called vaginal wonder. I just wanted to lay there on my mat with my legs spread, examining my vagina forever. Mm. Vaginal wonder. (laughs) Right? I read this, and I have to tell you, the first time I read this, I was like, why in the fucking world would anybody do that? Like, <laughs> like I was so completely bristled by it, but there was something there that struck me. And I remember I feeling like, could this really be what it's like to look at your pussy? Like, could it really be that wondrous? And so I went back to my dorm room and I found my hand mirror and I for the first time, I was like, I'm going to try this. And I remember feeling so much tension, like so much anxiety, looking at a part of my own body. And I sat and I, for the first time, engaged in a practice, which I now engage in very frequently, that I like to call pussy gazing. I looked into my pussy for the first time. And I can't say that I immediately felt this wonderment. It was it was not it was not an immediate and overwhelming sense of i think i probably did it for a minute and was like okay that's enough but the fact that i was willing to to reconnect i really think that was the beginning for me of my journey of reclamation of my pussy something as simple as taking a deep look mm. at myself and at this beautiful aspect of myself that had been so ignored by me by you know so completely kind of neglected in a way and that that really started the path that brought me to the show and to you and Mm -hmm. all of it it's so powerful and I I want to know more about how that practice for you has developed over the years in terms of like the first time it hit you like this is Mm. weird why would I do this and then doing it And obviously it was probably a strange experience the first time, but what has it brought you? What has, what has your experience with pussy gazing kind of brought to you and how has it brought you in deeper relationship with your, Mm. with your pussy? Oh, I could talk about it for, for days, (laughs) but I have a, a mirror that is, I only use for the purposes of pussy gazing. It is my pussy gazing mirror and it is in my bathroom and when I am feeling a need to, to reconnect or, you know, it's, it's really good to, it's a good sexual health practice as well. There's so many benefits to it. Uh, but whenever I'm feeling that need to reconnect, I will often set a mood. Uh, you know, I will play some music and I will just breathe and soften into that experience. And I will you know, 
it's, it's essentially like a meditation. It's no different. Um, but in doing that, I, you know, vulvas and our experience with our vulva, one of the most fascinating things that I have taken from my pussy gazing practice is that my vulva changes all the time. It has changed so much in just a few years that I have been practicing this. And it's a really embodied reminder of how frequently I am changing. And, you know, the, the vulvas that we see in different settings on all sorts of beautiful bodies, a lot of times folks, you know, um, women like may feel like they don't have a beautiful vulva and I love my vulva. I love the way it looks like I love the fact that I have long labia. I love the fact that I, you know, have a larger than average clitoris, like all of these things for me, I'm like, yeah, that's you. It's a reflection of me. It's like looking in the mirror, really, at a broader sense of myself. And I just, I have found it to be so affirming. And I will definitely continue my practice into the future. I'm sure it looks very different for every other woman who has this practice. Uh, but I just find it really nourishing. Mm, thank you for sharing that. Because I I don't have an extensive practice with pussy gazing. It's not like I've not spent time looking at mine. I remember the movie, I don't have you seen Fried oh Green gosh, Tomatoes? A millennia ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kathy Bates has this scene where she's, you know, looking at her pussy for the first time yeah. in a hand mirror, right? And I remember, you know, feeling like, oh my God, that's so crazy and so strange and whatever. But um as I've embarked on my own journey in the last number of years and gotten deeper into some of the kind of sexual shamanic studies that I've been doing. There have been times where we have done some gazing on others um, in group settings where it's, it's, there's no sexual touch happening, but, but the purpose of it is to normalize, celebrate and worship the variety of both the yoni and the lingam, which is the male organs, right? And so in one of the practices, we're invited to just look, mm -hmm. just look at whoever's willing to participate in this exercise. Obviously, everything's up to comfort level. But what you brought up about the different, the different representations of vulvas and how they can all look so different. I mean, mine is much different than yours. Mine is much more hidden and it's like kind of cloaked and, you know, kind of behind, I feel like it's kind of like <laughs> behind the walls. <laughs> and it's just been such a beautiful opportunity for me to recognize and normalize the way yeah. all bodies look, both male and female. And so connecting in with that has been a really beautiful experience for me and being able to just really celebrate people's vulnerability and willingness to kind of allow us in to that part of themselves because it helps us learn about ourselves when we're able to see and witness others as well. And so, yeah, it's a really vulnerable mm -hmm. practice. I think even if you're just doing it with yourself, because we are taught so deeply and so early to just completely, you know, kind of ignore that that exists, Southern region right. exists on our bodies and to pull mm -hmm. the curtain back as it were, and be able to really step into it and just embrace it and love it 
and and celebrate all the different representations I think is is fascinating and amazing. I say affirmations to my pussy. (laughs) I do. I affirm, you know, you are going to have untapped pleasure. You are going to, you know, just experience all that is out there for you. And it's it's incredible. There is a um Instagram account called the Vulva Gallery. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I would love to get her on the show. So let's all put forth a 2023 intention for the Floyd Mignoni to get uh, that incredible artist on our show. But yeah, it's she she only paints vulvas and she shows the incredible diversity. So I would highly recommend checking that out. So I know you have something to share with us, a really important piece of literature about your pussy reclamation. Yeah, I mean, it literally is the book, (laughs) Pussy, A Reclamation. It is a book that really helped me get in touch with myself a few years ago. And I find myself wanting to go back to it now because I have a group of girlfriends that really, really study this book and really get into it and understand what our pussies can do from us for us from so many different angles in our lives. And there's so many practices in here that are so empowering This book is written by a woman named Regina Tomashauer, and she is the founder of Mama Gina's School of Womanly Arts, and she puts on so many workshops. She puts on different educational programs. She is a fucking goddess. I love this woman so much, and she wrote this book as a way to help women reclaim their relationship to their pussies the way that she did, too, in her adulthood. And it's just so powerful. The excerpt that I'm going to read from it is within like the first section of the book. It's called The Call of the Goddess. And there is a particular little segment of it calling called The Rapture is Your Birthright. Mm. And this section says, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The phrase describes examples of the unalienable rights that the Declaration of Independence says have been given to all human beings by their creator and which governments are created to protect. For a woman, the pursuit of happiness must include her experience of rapture. And the only way to truly connect with the female body's capacity is to feel rapture through her pussy. When a woman owns her pussy, she learns about her body, her innate sensual potential, and her creative capacity. This is not pornographic pussy I'm talking about. This is pussy, pure and simple. Undomesticated pussy. Mm. Humble. Glorious. Knowing her place in the world. No doubts. Native indigenous pussy. Human pussy. Mm. See, when a woman is in a state of rapture, she is standing in her power. She is able to feel the full range of her emotions and to stop teetering in that nasty neighborhood of diminishment and doubt. She can feel her wingspan, which is unusual for a woman in a patriarchal culture. Growing up in this male-dominated world, women use about six of the 88 keys on our piano. Sugar and spice and everything nice is what we get to be. But what happened to a woman's rage? her passion, her lust. Those ivories never get tickled, and through this rampant neglect, they get really out of tune. Sometimes exterior circumstances can fire up a few extra keys, like when her heart bursts open at the sight of a sunset or at the birth of her child. Another few keys might get struck if she is transported by the fun of sports or dance or music moving through her. But the only thing that offers a woman the full range of her pleasure is the experience of rapture in her own body. 
And that's just one nugget of this book that sucked me in. There are so many ways to experience our pussies and to utilize the power that they bring us, not just in our decision-making and choices that we're making in sexual contexts. Mama Gina talks about this practice called pussy swiping, where you just take your hand and, you know, put it down there and just do a little swipey swipe and set some magical intentions with it. Mm-hmm. I've swiped, I've swiped men with my <laughs> pussy juice. They don't even know it. <laughs> I've swiped it on myself before. I, go out. I have a girlfriend who does this too. Mm. And there are just so many different practices that you can do and utilize with your pussy for manifestation and for just getting more in tune with yourself. Um, Mama Gina also calls GPS is the great pussy in the sky. And when I'm talking about how my pussy is my North Star and I feel literal yes and no coming from that root chakra center, that's my GPS, right? right. That's that's what tells me yes, no, danger, go ahead, like whatever it is. When you get in tune with yourself that way, it is the most powerful thing. And men certainly have this available to them in any number of ways as well. But I think for women, it's so important that we talk about this because the pussy has been so otherized in our world and it has been meant to stay secret and hidden. And it's like, yeah, not everybody in the world needs to see my pussy. It's pretty fantastic. And also it doesn't need to be something I'm ashamed of, you know? And we shouldn't be ashamed to talk about our love of our pussy and how much we adore our pussy. And, you know, I, like, half my tweets are about how much I love my pussy Uh, and everything that she does for me. I mean, it's, I, I think that, you know, the notion that we can love our pussies and, and if you hear the way that, like, men talk about pussy it's interesting right it's like she's got good pussy mm-hmm. <laughs> I, when we were discussing the name of the show i remember saying what a, what do men say about our pussy that fucking pussy is fire that pussy is good like it's this notion that like there is a, a an inherent like goodness that the pussy can bring to your life and mm. i just i just started thinking about that this year actually but going back to that incredible excerpt which I literally could have printed on my wall and read every morning (laughs) was the way that that she describes rapture as being the key that unlocks the fullness of our life experience Mm -hmm. I believe that to my core that has been my truth I know it has been your truth as well and so you know when we talk about how on an energetic level in the collective women awakening to their sexual liberation and empowerment and expression, what that does on an energetic level is that it changes the frequency by which we relate to one another, by which we have relationship, by which we have sisterhood, by which we have friendship and pursue love and parenting and all of these things. Um, and yeah, it all starts with that connection for me. My my entire, how I I got to being in a place where I had a, 
uh, you know, a platform where anybody could listen to me only happened or, you know, would find me worth listening to only happened because I reconnected with my pussy. That's the Mm. only, that's the number one thing that I can connect it back to. And this spills into the success and the, the gratification that we experience in all arenas in our life in our career, in our motherhood, you know, mm-hmm. in our creative endeavors, like all of this spills into every part. Um, this isn't just about having a satisfying and fulfilling sex life, as you said. It's it's no. about the wholeness. It really is. I mean, if you think about how deeply, when you're not connected to one of the most important parts of your body, the most important part of your being, how connected to you are the re- are you to the rest of your life, right. right? Right. How connected are you to your desires non-sexually? How connected to you are, are you to what you want from life, to your relationships with other people? If you aren't really connected in to your own GPS, your own internal GPS, how are you orchestrating your life? How are you manifesting the things and calling into the world the things that you want if you aren't deeply connected in at all of those different touch points with yourself? And when you know yourself in a way that you haven't your whole life, you walk different. You talk different. You look different. Mm -hmm. You carry yourself different. You possess yourself in a way that you never have before, and nobody else will ever be able to possess you again. Yeah. Your skin begins to fit just right. Yeah. Really. You love your body. Yeah. (laughs) You love your mind. You Mm. love yourself in a way that you never have before. And you see yourself and the parts of yourself that you used to think were flawed and ugly and unlovable and unacceptable you start to see them differently you start to accept them it doesn't mean you love everything about yourself all the time but you have grace for yourself yes. and you see where you've grown what you might be able to do different how can i treat myself more like a temple right, right? you want to give yourself all the goodness that you deserve and that extends to so many areas of life so it is it it is transcendental it is life-changing it is your connection to your life force that's where it exists right right there within our roots and if you are listening uh to this as a vulva owner as a woman and you're wondering how could i get there i'm not connecting with this and, you know, we have, have shared some of the methods that have worked for us. That doesn't necessarily mean they will work for you. Uh, there are myriad ways, as many ways as there are stars in the sky or stars in the mm-hmm. universe to connect mm-hmm. in with, with your pussy, with your yoni. And we will, I'm sure, be making this a recurrent and running theme on this show. Um, asking other women how they have come along on this journey. And so if you stay with us, my hope is that you will connect in further. That is truly 
our mission here at the Flaming Yoni Mm -hmm. Uh, with Slut Sisters. It is our mission uh, because it is vital, vital, vital. And I know we've gone into that on this show. But now Mm -hmm. I think we should do something fun. (laughs) I was going to say, speaking of things that might be recurring on this show, I need to share with you all the most amazing birthday gift that my love Scarlet gave me. It is a deck called Across the Yoniverse. (laughs) And we are into, as you could tell from our episode that we recorded on Christmas, we enjoy cards. We like to pull from tarot, from oracle decks. This is a new kind of deck. It is 56 cards of pussy, pun, magic, and empowerment. And we would like to bring this segment across the Yoniverse into the Flaming Yoni on occasion. And so we thought it would be really fun to pull one or two cards from this amazing deck today on the show (laughs) and let you all in on this magic. And what we also discovered is that this deck is actually out of Colorado. Yeah. And we are really wanting to connect in with the authors of the deck yeah we're not sponsored yet but (laughs) this is yeah this is not an ad but we just love this this company and what they're producing and i just had to get it for my darling anya so this is gonna be great we're gonna pull a pull a card live here and see see we are gonna pull for us they're all a magic they're all amazing so it doesn't really matter which one we pull um ooh. Okay, so I'm going to have to describe it. The word, the, so there's a million puns on these cards, right? This one is called Yonique. Oh. So play off the word Yoni. It's beautiful um, butterflies with vulvas in the middle of them instead of like their bodies. Vulva flies. <laughs> They're like vulva flies. It's called Yonique. It says, while we are all our own Yonique butterflies, individuality comes with a test of will and might. Mm. The more you allow yourself to be fully you, the more others get permission to do the same. So be yourself and also inspire those around you to be Yonique too. Which is so perfect, perfect. and how it ties into what we were talking about with the vulva galleries and yeah. all the different representations and how we all get a chance to know ourselves at a deeper level when we get the opportunity to know our pussies. That's a great one. I love the, I love the little yoni flies. Every single card in this deck has a vulva representation and some of them are just so hilarious and i mean yeah for sure this one right here puss in boots <laughs> and it is literally a vulva with like some kick-ass boots coming out of the bottom of it as legs and it says these boots were made for slang and they're calling your name oh <laughs> tonight God. is not the night to lay low saddle up for a night on the town and strut your stuff oh my gosh i think yeah how apropos for tonight being new year's Year's eve that's right that is the energy that we are going to embody as we absolutely go into our celebration puss in boots (laughs) puss in boots it's amazing uh well maybe we'll be able to like take some pictures of these cards and and post them on instagram and twitter so that people can see these when the episode oh i think they will you've done a beautiful job describing them but yeah you've got it you've got to see it it's just an amazing deck that was so fun so this is again another way you can connect in 
with your pussy is you know pulling these cards having some levity laughing Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. um yeah so let me ask you this what is one of the one of what is something that has been said about your vulva that has made Mm -hmm. you laugh or has been notable to you if you won't mind sharing that i have one that's kind of funny and goofy that's coming to mind for me but i thought i'd ask you first so the, the the thing that's first hitting my mind is that I, until I started exploring myself more and like the vulva galleries and all of this, I, th- I thought pussies all looked the same. And I thought that they were all kind of like mine, kind of like closed right. and hidden. And <laughs> it's just been kind of a joke for me um, with some folks that I've encountered <laughs> along the last few years is that like... She's not just open for business to anybody. Like <laughs> it's, it's not like she's she's not necessarily welcoming. <laughs> oh my god. To the masses. And so it's pretty funny that like yeah, and and she's not, you know, like <laughs> there's some pretty good barrier to entry. Oh my god, mine <laughs> is is almost the opposite. The <laughs> Okay. Okay, so first of all, this tracks. I know, right? I know. People think that you and I are just like same, same, same. And actually, we are beautiful puzzle pieces that sometimes we're just like vulvas. We're different. We're so different. And okay, so this has been a running joke with some of my dearest friends, but um, someone recently said, just a fling said, your pussy's like a haunted house. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> is my pussy scary? What is this? She's not scary. She's warm and loving and welcoming. And he goes, first of all, everybody wants to go to a haunted house until you get in. I said, why? He said, because once you get in, you may not come out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, God. <laughs> my group of friends has been lovingly referring to my pussy as the haunted house. Oh, he went to the haunted oh house. Uh, <laughs> and that took me a minute to adopt, but I'm here for it actually now. Isn't that goofy? <laughs> Why not? Embrace it. I'm embracing it. I am embracing it. It's it's just funny. It's just like I I could only ever get to this place where I could laugh and in, enjoy the levity surrounding my experience with my pussy when if I you know when I reclaimed it because otherwise and the thought of anybody commenting on my pussy you know would just frighten the fuck out of me it'd be like oh my gosh no 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 <laughs> I'm hiding right. it just like you said I have to hide it and you know so I I thought I think this was a fun episode a great one to start off the year Oh my gosh, it's the best way to kick off 2023. I'm so glad that we had the chance to sit down and do this. And another thing that we're super excited about is we have a whole list of people that we are ready to just start bringing on the show. So we're really looking forward to bringing you a lot of exciting conversations in 2023 with myriad guests. And if you have a desire to be one of them, reach out to us. Yes. But we're just so excited for what 2023 is going to bring to the Flaming Yoni across the universe mm. slut sisters all the things and we are just geared up to have you along with us for the ride have a safe 
and slutty New Year's. <laughs> Thanks for spending some time in the Yoniverse with us. We adore our listeners, and we'd love to connect more deeply with you. Find us on our website, theflamingyoni.com, and our socials are in the show notes. Before you leave the Yoniverse, be sure to give us a five-star rating, and don't forget the review. Your feedback means the world to us. We can't wait to light your world on fire next week, and in the meantime, stay sacred and stay salacious. <laughs>